السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين I just recited uh, Surah Al-Kahf. After Surah Al-Kahf, there's a very beautiful surah that we find in the Quran, Surah Maryam. And today, inshallah, in this brief khatirah, I really want to just um, mention one thing that we find very beautiful uh, in Surah Maryam. And, you know, if you read Surah Maryam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He begins a story, uh, He begins a surah by talking about Maryam alayhi salam. He talks about Zakariya alayhi salam and his desire to have a child and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fulfilling this desire of his and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he shifts gears and he talks about Ibrahim alayhi salam which can at times seem odd to someone that here we're talking about this is surah Maryam why would Allah talk about Ibrahim alayhi salam and then very briefly Allah then talks about Musa and Harun why would Allah talk about Musa and Harun then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also very briefly talks about Ismail alayhi salam and then at the very end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about those people who attribute a son to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you think about it, the reason why all these stories are mentioned is because all these, are, all these stories are actually tied and connected together in a very beautiful way. There's a great scholar, uh, he has written, a, uh, his name is Sheikh Fadl Saleh Samirai. He has written a, a very beautiful tafsir. In this he explains that Surah Maryam, it talks about this desirability of having children, but not only just this desirability to have children, but the importance of raising children in such a way that they become your legacy, and they are able to pass deen to the next generation, to their children down the road. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he begins the surah by talking about, uh, about Zakariya alayhi salam. And we all know that Zakariya alayhi salam, he was the caretaker, he was the guardian over Maryam alayhi salam. And we find in surah Ali Imran that whenever he would come to Maryam alayhi salam and he saw that she had food, which was even fruit, that the ulama, they say fruit of the off season. And then he would ask, where did this come from? She would say, This is Allah who gives me without any accountability. When it comes to Allah giving, He does not count. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here, what He's saying is that at that time, Zakariya alayhi salam, because remember the story of Maryam alayhi salam's mother, she wanted to dedicate her child, that's why she wanted a boy, I want to dedicate my child to the cause of deen, to teach deen, and to be dedicated to the masjid, but when she had a girl, and it was not common for the girls to serve in the capacity as leaders in the masjid, then Maryam alayhi salam is sitting in a room, and he, she is dedicating herself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and at that time when Zakariya alayhi salam saw that a girl is you know this is a girl who is serving her Allah her, her God her Lord and her Rabb that is when he wanted also a son and he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for a son not because so he can just have a son but I can have a son so that who will live on my legacy that's the point over here he wanted a child not just for the sake of it but so that this child will live on his legacy his child can teach the deen to the next generation and that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he gave 
um, he gave Zakariya alayhi salam, Yahya alayhi salam. And that is why we find that Yahya alayhi salam is the final prophet to come to Bani Israel. And then later on, Isa alayhi salam was the final messenger, the final Rasul. There's a difference between a Nabi and a Rasul. A very theological um, discussion I don't want to get into. But, but Isa alayhi salam was the final messenger or the final Rasul to be sent to Bani Israel. And then the final messenger to be sent to mankind was Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa so nonetheless, we find that once again, Surah Maryam talks about that this desirability to have a child, but not just for the sake of it, but to live on the deen. And then after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He also then talks about Ibrahim alayhi salam's story. And this is a little different over here because now it's not the father who's teaching the child, but it's the child who has actual deen, and now he's addressing his father. And what we learn from this is that just like at times, parents, they have, they want to teach deen and they want to live, they want their children to live out the deen and to spread deen to the next generation. Likewise, if we find ourselves in a situation where it's the complete opposite, where the parents are far from deen, then even at that time, the child and the son or the daughter should have this desirability that they want their parents also to come close to deen and come close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And here we find the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam and he he many times in Surah Maryam is mentioned four times, Ya Abati. Very respectfully, he approaches father, which also teaches us a very powerful lesson that even when we find even if there's something we see our parents doing, we should never approach them in a disrespectful way, always approach them in the right way, as we find in the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam. But subhanAllah, we also find right after this, that when the father, he said, I want you to stay away from me, I have nothing to do with you, that is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَمَّا تَزَلَهُمْ وَمَا يَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ وَحَبْنَا لَهُ إِسْحَاقَ وَيَعْقُوبِ When Ibrahim alayhi salam, when he disconnected himself from his father, then once again, because he wanted children who can live on his legacy, وَحَبْنَا لَهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that we granted him children who is Haqa wa Yaqub wa kullan ja'alna nabiyya and we made them prophets also. So when a person has his desirability and he's true on the deen, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him children and they will live on his legacy. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about Musa and Harun that their mother, think about this, their mother, she was a believer. We find in Surah Qasas that she had Iman. That is why she was able to put Musa into the basket to begin with. And through her, now in Bani Israel, because of Musa and Harun alayhi salam, now deen is spreading in Bani Israel. And then we find the story of Ismail alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the same surah, وَذْكُرْ فِي الْكِتَابِ إِسْمَاعِيلِ إِنَّهُ كَانَ صَادِقَ الْوَعْدِ وَكَانَ رَسُولَ النَّبِيَّةِ وَكَانَ يَأْمُرُ أَهْلَهُ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَالزَّكَاةِ he encourages family to pray Salat. How would a man, how would a father encourage their own family to pray Salat? It would only happen when they were given the tarbiyah by their own parents. When their parents gave them the tarbiyah, in this case Ibrahim alayhi salam, then he was also then, to be, he, was, he was able to encourage his family to pray Salat. If we do not encourage our kids to pray Salat, they will never encourage their kids to pray Salat. And then subhanAllah, right after that when Allah talks about what would lead astray our children, He says, "Fa khalafa min ba'dihim khalfun 
Here Ismail is encouraging his children to pray salat. And here in the next few ayat later, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's telling us what are the consequences of not encouraging your children to pray salat. And he says that there will come a generation afterwards. They will waste their salat. They will have no value for salat. And he says as a result, They will follow their desires and they will fall into an abyss. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is Allah telling us that if we want to protect our children, the very, verse, the very first place we start off with is their salat. And we find in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the very first thing that will be accounted for on the day of judgment is our salat. If our salat is good and it is at a satisfactory point, then inshallah everything else will be good. But if our salat is suffering on the day of judgment, everything else will suffer. Hence, the very first thing part of our deen is, is the salat. If our salat is weak, everything else will be weak. And if it's strong, everything else will be strong. And then finally, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he wraps, up, wraps up the surah by talking about that how people, they attribute a son to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't want to talk about, uh, very briefly, I don't want to talk about you know, how people will sometimes assign the malaika as the daughters of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so forth. But one interesting point to note here is that when we, you know, when you give da'wah to someone and they ask you, give me, you know, just tell me who Allah is. Just explain to me what your aqidah and what your creed is. We don't, we don't have to go through a long lecture. You simply wrap it up by discussing Surah Al-Ikhlas. This is what our deen is. It's the foundation of our deen. قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدٌ اللَّهُ الصَّمَدٌ لَمْ يَلِدْ وَلَمْ يُولَدْ وَلَمْ يَكُلْ لَهُ كُفُوًا أَحَدٌ What's interesting to note is that if you think about us, why do we have actual children? Why do we have children? And we, you know, we grow up, you know, we're all children, then we grow up, we become young men or young women, and then we have children in our life, and then eventually uh, there, there comes a time that then we become the elderly, and then eventually the elderly, they go on and they move on, and you know, they, they depart from this dunya, and then the next generation comes up. And after every 40 years, there's a new generation, there's a new generation switch over, and there's a new generation that replaces the previous generation we see this this common thing happening over and over again but if you think about when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have children why because we need the support of our children we have children we use their support all the time in our homes and so forth when you think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah is never there's never a point in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or when it comes to the idea of Allah that he will become old Time does not affect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Time affects us. 20 years will go by, 50 years will go by, 70 years will go by. It will affect us. It will affect our body and so forth. Time does not affect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The situation, the circumstances of time do not affect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And hence, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not even need a child to live on his legacy, because that's what we talk about, right? You have a child to live on your legacy, but there is no idea that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is gonna go anywhere, of course. And so to have a child, it is absolutely absurd to, us, to establish this idea that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will have a son because for whatever reason people have children those ideas do not apply to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala whatever you know whatever uh, whatever the reasons are th those reasons do not apply to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is why even subhanallah when you read you know there are actually books written 
you know, there's a book even written that how Jesus became God. It's written by a Jewish scholar where he actually talks about that how Christians long time ago, they never believed that Isa was divine. But then later on, there was this idea that, that, that you know, that was that became predominant and then with the you know with the the power and the the influence of Constantine and so forth during his time and then 300 years prior to the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam there was a council that took place called the Nicaea Creed wherein they actually decided that the main Christian philosophy going forward and the ideology the mainstream ideology will be the trinity and this is why Allah then subhanallah he mentions this idea of trinity in the Quran, when he says, لَقَدْ كَفَرَ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ ثَالِثُ ثَلَاثَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala refers to this, that this is what they believe in. So this was an idea even prior to the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, but even before that, it was never an idea. There was no idea, there is no biblical information that we find that where Isa alayhi is considered as a son of God and so forth, as they actually believe. So this is something that we find in our deen, that at the very end of Surah Maryam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions about these kind of people. People. So in a nutshell, Surah Maryam is talking about that even if we want to have children, we have this desirability to have children, what is the reason that we should have our children, how should, ra- how should we raise our children, and then how should we keep them on our deen, inshallah. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us, our upcoming generations, our children, inshallah, and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep our upcoming generations steadfast upon the teachings of the Quran and the Sunnah of Islam. Ameen Rabbil Alameen. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. الله لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم لا تأخذه سنة ولا نوم له ما في السماوات وما في الأرض من ذا الذي يشفع عنده إلا بإذنه يعلم ما بين أيديهم وما خلفهم ولا يحيطون بشيء من علمه إلا بما شاء وسع كرسيه السماوات والأرض ولا يؤده حفظهما وهو العلي العظيم